What is up, IDP Army? What is up, fantasy football fanatics from all over the internet? It's your man Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. You are on Twitter, and today we are talking about some dynasty fantasy football. We'll be talking about keep trade cut. All right, so today's show is going to be a little different. Not going to be, you know, deep diving into the players or, you know, into the third stats. I mean, we will. We'll talk about that. But we're going to pick three players. And we're going to talk about are they keeps for you, trade for you, or cut in Dynasty for you. And how we're going to kind of do this is instead of just saying, you know, keep trade cut, we're going to do keep trade stash because, you know, when you have a good player, you don't ever want to cut them. So let's just go ahead and set the parameters for this. If you're on the podcast, thanks for listening. If you're on the YouTube, thanks for watching. Listen to the podcast. Both the links for both those should be in the description below. Like I said, we are the IDP Army. That's our brand. You know, we cover all fantasy football, best ball, IDP, Dynasty, NFL Draft, rookies, all of it. We don't just cover offense, you know, and we're we're, we're completely uh, independent. You know, we're not sponsored or run by any of the giant corporate fantasy football media conglomerates out there. Um, Shout out to everybody who works for them and shout out to them. But we're independent. Uh, what we do is hand curated. Um, we're out here in the streets for real, for real. Best ball, IDP, Dynasty. That's where you will find us. Today, like I said, we're going to be talking about some Dynasty players that we want to keep trade cut. So before we jump into that, though, thanks for being here. If it's your first time watching, listening, all of that. <clears throat> Throughout the season, <clears throat> season, off season, we're going to be covering a lot of stuff on the channel, on the podcast feeds. We have two podcast feeds, so I just want to go over the housekeeping on that. If you want to just skip ahead to the, the Key Trade Cup part, you can go ahead and do that. Probably about three or four minutes. But we're going to have a rough schedule all off season. Now, don't be surprised if one of these doesn't make it in during the week or whatever, but this is pretty much our game plan. So our game plan right now is <clears throat> Monday, Tuesday, we'll do the IDP show. Now, it's a little off kilter this week because I was supposed to do this show on Saturday. Um, Tuesday, <clears throat> we're going to try to do some XFL content. Wednesday, you're going to have the offensive point that's going to be NFL culture and the NFL draft and just fantasy football conversations with the guys. That show doesn't usually make it onto YouTube in its entirety. You'll have to listen to the podcast form, but you'll hear clips and stuff like that if you're watching the shorts and all that. Then, after that, on Thursday, we'll be doing the best ball show. Did our early targets and early fades those shows have already been up for a couple like last week and the week before so we already have a lot of best ball content on the channel and on the podcast feed and on you know twitter and on tiktok so you know you already know that but today's video is gonna be dynasty focused and then we're gonna try to do dynasty stuff on friday um that that's the general idea all right so if you don't hear something on one of the podcast feeds check out the other one and if you don't see something on that podcast feed check out the other one and if you don't see anything there, come to the YouTube channel because I promise we're dropping something at least once a day on the YouTube channel, as well as, you know, our TikTok and our Discord and all that. Also, bring up Discord. If you want to go to a Discord community that's actually active, that has people in it engaging all the time, it's not complicated. There aren't a million channels. There aren't gatekeepers. You know, it's pretty much just everybody just talking about football. Anybody's welcome. Join our Discord. There should be a link down in the description. Uh, I will say, you know, I'm not the best Discord person or talker, but that's the beauty of our Discord is it's community based. Anybody who wants to get in there and share um, and comment and talk, it's pretty much welcome to as long as there's no hate speech, no bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to come in there and I, I say active because I'm in a lot of the bigger fantasy discords out there. Won't name any names, but I'm in all of them. Um, I know. I know it's a desert out there. I know there ain't nothing happening in there. 
no conversations. I see the questions y'all be asking in there about trades, about this. Four or five, six days is dead silence. Ten days of dead silence. There's like 40 fantasy analysts on this Discord. Give me a break. Come on. Y'all pay too much money for that kind of shit to be treated like shit. So come hang out with us in our Discord. It's free. Support the channel. Support independent creators, etc., etc., etc. All right. Four minutes, 30 seconds in. Let's just go ahead and get to what you want to talk about. Like I said, we're going to focus today on keep trade cut three players in Dynasty that are interesting. Um, and I want to know what you all are going to do with them. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not necessarily going to say that I'm going to do this or that or the other with these players. I'm actually posing the question to you. I'm going to read you some information about these three players. They where are you at with them on Dynasty? Please leave a comment. I'm very interested to know what the actual market thinks, what individuals think, people who are fans of these teams think, fans of these players think, etc. <clears throat> so, Let's go ahead and jump into it. The number one player for our keep trade cut today, this week for Dynasty. And we're going to try to do something like this once a month at least. Might do more people in it. Might get some more people and do more players. You know, maybe do sets of players. But for today, I just had three. Going to throw it out there and see how it goes. All right. All right. All right. First player on this list is Mr. Isaiah Pacheco. All right. Are you keeping... Are you trading or are you cutting Isaiah Pacheco right now in Dynasty? So right now, per Keep Trade Cut, which is the website that I use, they have aggregated Dynasty rankings based on market values that they do. Um, over 8 million, I believe, data points are in there. So it's pretty high quality data, I would say. It's got a, a pretty big sample size. So let's talk about Isaiah Pacheco. Rookie this season for the Chiefs. Playing that number 10, got number 10 up here behind me. That's Tyree Kill's jersey. Uh, you know, I, I, it's been a weird situation with running backs for the Chiefs for a while, but the reality of the situation is this, and this is a very good reality for Mr. Pacheco 170 rushes this year, attempts, five touchdowns, <clears throat> 830 rushing yards. That's really good on 170 rushing attempts, only 170 rushing attempts, 4.9 yards per carry now yards per carry you know some people don't like it it's a good it's a useful metric it's five yards per touch carry i mean that sounds great to me so we really like this for him a couple of red flags i would say for for isaiah pacheco one and i wouldn't even say red flags but caveats things we should pay attention to took him a little while to get on the field uh they didn't just immediately start him we had to actually see clyde edwards Hilaire continue to fail to get Isaiah Pacheco on the field. But once that kind of happened, it, it was it was kind of wiped out. Yeah, he had some injuries and all that, but he was healthy towards the end of the season and they continued to trot out Isaiah Pacheco week after week after week. And he looked like a good runner to me. A couple other uh, stats I really liked about Pacheco, 293 yards after contact. I mean, it's not like a, a whole, whole lot, but that's a pretty good number of yards after contact. Not like he's breaking a lot of tackles. I did see he only had four broken tackles per pro football reference. Not a massive number, um, you know, going down when he's get hit. But yards after contact, still pretty high. So he's still, maybe he's not breaking the tackles, but he's still getting that extra yard or two that you really want to see a powerful running back get. He also picked up a handful of receptions towards the end of the season. Started getting used a little bit more like that as McKinnon wasn't like phased out, but they just started using him a little bit more in the passing game. Ended up with 14 targets, caught 13 of those for 130 yards. That's 
you know, 10 yards of reception. That's not bad for a running back. Um, so we'll take it. Another thing we like about Pacheco is the kick return yards, okay? He was not didn't catch punts, but he got kick returns. Dude had 597 kick return yards. That's that's a good number. If you play in a dynasty league that has kick return yards, and you very well may, be aware of that. Guys like Isaiah Pacheco, Khalil Herbert, another player who was a running back that had some kick return yards this season. I don't think a lot of people really caught on to that. That's an extra 600 yards on your fantasy team just like that. On 29 returns, too. 600 yards on 29 returns. That's a a pretty hefty number. So we love to see that. One other, again, I don't want to call it a red flag for Pacheco, but just something I noticed was he only played 351% of the offensive snaps, okay? He had 170 carries. So let's, let's do a little math there. He basically touched the ball half the time he was on the field. That's kind of crazy. Uh, but that only amounts to 31% of the overall snaps. But he's a rookie. We know that the coaching staff, and not just a coach, but Andy Reid with his rookies, he, he eases them in. We know this. So I think that Pacheco is in for a massive move in dynasty rankings in general. Personally, I think he's going to go up, and I think he's going to be worth it. But for you, watching this video, is he a keep for you if you have him on your team? Probably didn't pay much for him. Is he a trade for you? Are you looking to acquire him? Or maybe looking to dump him on somebody as you, you know, maybe think, oh, Chiefs running back, you know, I don't want to get involved in this mess. It's still a little messy. Damian Williams, Kareem Hunt, Jarek McKinnon, Clyde Eberzolaire, who knows who's next um but maybe this is him maybe this is him became the starter in week seven from then on he started every single game and he averaged 14 carries a week from week nine on i like what i saw from pacheco but i'm curious is he a keep a trade or cut for you in dynasty right now he is being valued as i believe he's running back um Per keep trade cut. I need to double check this, but I'm pretty sure I looked this last night. He's running back um like 20. I need to double check. I should have written this down. I don't know why I didn't. I have a million other things written down. While I'm doing this, of course, you can smash the subscribe button and like this video. But for real, let me know what you think about Pacheco. I'm, I'm very interested in what the overall dynasty market thinks. I, like I said, I think he's going to go up. But I want to know, for you, is he a keep, a trade, or a stash slash cut? And again, for the purpose of this exercise, think of the stash as like a, an IR spot. Or like maybe you wouldn't get to play him for a year. So RB19 right now, he is 24 years old, a little older than we like. But let me know what you think. Next player on this list is a player I love, and I love it because he's kind of a post-hype sleeper, and that is Jahan Dotson of the Washington Commanders. Jahan Dotson was a rookie last year. He was the fourth wide receiver selected, number 16 overall. Okay, He was selected only behind James, or Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jamison Williams. Those are the only three wide receivers that went ahead of Jahan Dotson this last year. First round receiver, 16 overall. Good season for him. Uh, I'll start this off kind of by saying, you know, obviously, is he a keep trade cut for you based on what he did this last season? But I want to start off by saying one thing that I was looking through my research, uh, I kind of forgot about was he had a hamstring injury early in the season. I think it was week three, four, five. Um, we know hamstring injuries for any player in the NFL. 
isn't necessarily something that just goes away. Yeah, that gets better. They rehab it, you know, they treatment, they go back out and play with it. We know that. But we also know that hamstring injuries tend to linger and they tend to hamper performance. So bear that in mind as we go over what Jahan Dotson did as a rookie with a myriad of quarterbacks, including Sam Howell, Carson Wentz, and Taylor Heineke. Okay. Now again, there's a lot of caveats here, but let's just let's just talk about it. Jahan Dotson, 61 targets. Not a huge number, not a great number, 35 receptions, even less exciting, okay? For a first-round receiver going to the top 20 picks, for him to only have 35 receptions, I did not love that personally. But we have to bear in mind, Terry McLaurin is on this team. Antonio Gibson is on this team. Um, Curtis Samuel came back this year, 97 targets, I think, if I'm not mistaken, for Curtis Samuel this year. Still a good player, Ohio State wide receiver. Um, and he, he, got, he got that work been with Ron Rivera, etc. So there are reasons why Jahan Dotson wasn't forced to be that, that guy. But when Jahan Dotson got the ball thrown to him, you remember this season. 523 yards on those 35 receptions, seven touchdowns. This dude caught seven touchdowns. Every fifth target, he caught a touchdown. Every fifth reception, my bad. That's wild. That's wild. Um, obviously that's going to regress. I don't even go into it. That's just so obvious. So we'll just move past that. I'm going to assume you're not a moron. Uh, if you're watching this channel, you're definitely not yards per reception, 14.9. So not only is he getting quality targets, you know, deep targets, he was getting targets that got him into the end zone. A dot 13.5. You know, this isn't some little screen pass. You know, this isn't Tavon Austin, you know, whatever nonsense, you know, Adam Thielen, goober stuff. I mean, this is a legitimate downfield threat wide receiver who, if you watch some of his highlights, he looks insane from this last year. Again, on 35 receptions, there are a lot of good things to see from Jahan Dotson on only 35 catches this last year. Again, like I said, fourth overall wide receiver taken this last year. First round, 16 overall in the whole league. I just really like what's going on here with Jahan Dotson. Uh, I, what, the thing I like is that he performed well, in my opinion, while having a lot of things go against him, but it wasn't well enough or good enough or whatever you want to call it to where he's going to get a lot of buzz right now. Now, I, I assume by the time the season comes around or even a month or two from now, he will get a lot of buzz. People will want to trade for him. People will be looking to acquire him, things of that nature. How do you get ahead of that? You do it now. You just go out there and you do it now. You don't make him the topic of conversation. You make him a throwing piece along with a trade maybe, and you go get him if you want to. But again, this is a keep trade cut show. I wanna know, are you keeping Jahan Dotson? Are you trading him or for him or away? Or are you cutting, which again, for the purposes of the show, we're gonna do like a stash. Think of it as an IR, a taxi quad squad stash. Are you gonna stash Jahan Dotson? I think he's got a lot of upside. And I was even without bringing up the fact that just yesterday, two days ago, Eric Bieniemy, the former OC for my Chiefs, now the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Let's have a little sidebar here briefly. I, I, I have a question, a couple of questions, and we'll, we'll get to the last guy in just a second. So Eric Bieniemy just basically left his job with the best football team in football right now, the best quarterback, one of the best head coaches. As the offensive coordinator, great situation to be in. And he took the same job with one of the worst football teams in the league with a terrible quarterback situation uh, with the Washington Commanders. 
there's been a lot of conversation about Eric Bieniemy. you know, the black head coaching thing. Are they going to hire him? Rooney rule, blah, blah, blah. It's weird to me. There's a couple of things that are kind of weird to me. And I would just like, again, leave me your comments. I'm a real person. I don't have, no, there's no, there's no agenda here. I just want to know what's up with this. Why, why would you quit your job or leave your job with an amazing organization like the Chiefs and take the exact same job at the worst organization ever? You know what I mean? Like it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like being the hotel manager for the White Lotus. Okay. And you quit that job. I'm going to be the hotel manager for Motel 6. Can someone explain this to me? Because I don't, I don't get it. Now, here's where the only way this makes sense to me. And this is, you know, put on your tinfoil hats for a second. We've made a big stink. And it's been a narrative point for a couple of years now about Eric Bieniemy not getting hired, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So we've had that building. We also have the Washington Commanders, which are the worst team in football. They're a terrible organization. They're terrible people. They run the organization crappily, blah, 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 blah. It almost looks like, you know, and again, tinfoil hat, a little social engineering is going on here where we've created this narrative around Eric Bieniemy to where it's so imperative that he gets some good job. And we talk about how downtrodden he is. Then we have this organization that needs every bit of positive media and credibility it could ever imagine getting ever. So how would you do this if you were a multi-billion dollar organization? You probably wouldn't just throw a band-aid on it. You probably think about it. So long story short, is Eric Bieniemy now with the Washington Commanders due to a lot of backdoor deals and awkward situations and, you know, string pulling that puts him in a situation now where he goes, gets a worse job, worse situation, plays as the OC this year. Ron Rivera is going to get axed, quit, leave, whatever. And then the NFL media gets to talk about how incredible it is that this terrible organization now has gone full 180. And they hired Eric Bieniemy when no one else would. And they made him the head coach when no one else would. Questions, comments, smart-ass remarks. What do y'all think? I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, tinfoil hat on. I could see it. It's kind of weird to me that that's where he ended up. That's what's happening. But I can see how it could serve somebody's designs. So, all right, let's go ahead and finish this off. And speaking of that division, the NFC East. Um, that is the NFC East, right? AFC East, my bad. N A whatevs. Let's talk about the last player on this list, and that is Dakota Prescott. Okay, Dak Prescott right now is Dynasty quarterback eleven. Is he a keep, a trade, or a cut for you? I am kind of shocked that he's this low. I mean, he's borderline quarterback two. You know, Dak Prescott's not even thirty yet. Um, you know, Mike McCarthy got added there, potentially has some of the best weapons he's ever had. C.D. Lamb, we've had Amari Cooper, but essentially what we know about Dak Prescott is he's really, really good. I mean, these are objective facts about Dak. Um, I was somebody that didn't like Dak when he first came into the league. I had biases towards him. I, I acknowledge my biases, but I, I understand he's a really good uh, fantasy quarterback. Career high interceptions this year with 15. Again, new coach situation, you know, maybe it had something to do with it. Um, only 12 games played this year, so his overall fantasy score was a little bit lower than I think people wanted it to be, and that's fine. But the reality is Dak Prescott is one of the, the handful of quarterbacks that can actually win with his arm and with his legs, you know, rushing touchdowns. He hasn't had many in the last couple of seasons, but he's had multiple rushing touchdowns every season of his career except for the last two. 
coming off the injury. Maybe he slowed down a little bit there, but six is a rookie, six the next year, six the year after that, three, three, and then one, one. You know, so we know it's in his repertoire, didn't have to do it as much this year. Passing yards, let's talk about these passing yards. You know, we're not talking about a Lamar Jackson type situation here where we get to, you know, pretend that he's really good at passing the ball because he's efficient. You know, he can actually move the ball more than one set of downs, you know. Um, 2,800 yards this year on 12 games started, 261 completions. 2021, 410 completions, 4,459 yards. Season before that, 1,800. The season before that, 4,900. The season before that, 3,800. I mean, we know that Dak can air it out when he needs to, when he can, when he has to. I brought up his dynasty value, though, here. You can see on keep trade cut, it's going down. Players that are ahead of him right now on keep trade cut, like Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray even, I don't see how you could have players like that ranked ahead of Dak Prescott. Um, Based on the fact that Dak has been a starting quarterback, and it's never even been a conversation about that, even if he's good for so long now. I mean, he's like one of the vets in the league, and not even that. Not even one of the best in the league. I mean, Dak is in his prime. Dak Prescott's in his absolute prime right now, 29 years old, you know. And we have guys like Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson who, at 29 years old, they might not be in the NFL. Sorry if that offends you. Sorry if that upsets your delicate equilibrium. You know, vibes. Lamar Jackson's got vibes. Kyler's got vibes. That's cool. I fuck with vibe vibes too. You know, at parties, drinking when I was young. You know, I mean, we're doing real shit here right now. Dak Prescott's a fucking overcomer. Dak Prescott is a man. Dak Prescott gets shit done. All right. Give me Dak Prescott 10 times out of 10 over flavor of the week. Rushing quarterback, scramble boy. What the fuck ever. Not about it. This is a guy you all have to go get right now. I don't understand if he did. I don't understand why he's so low. So I wanted to bring him up because, again, because he's falling. I want to know, is he a keep? Is he a trade? Or is he a cut for you? Um... I don't really understand the, the market value on this for me. I mean, I said I wasn't going to say, tell you what to do, but if it was me, and it is me, because I play fantasy, I don't just talk about it. I don't just tweet about it. I'm not just spreadsheeting about it. All right? I'm not just social engineering my way. I'm not just oh, climbing the social ladder out here. I really do. Them, you know, I want Dak Prescott's about to be on a handful of my fantasy teams very soon at this price, uh, because this just doesn't make any sense. So for you again for the purposes of this little study we did here keep trade cut here are your three players again isaiah pacheco running back for the kansas city chiefs keep trade cut for you in dynasty rookie this season Jahan dotson keep trade cut was a rookie in dynasty this season and then dakota prescott somehow quarterback 11 um keep trade cut in dynasty for you well, what are you all thinking here very curious as to what you all think. Got a couple comments here. I'm going to pull them up on the screen and then I'm going to jump out of here. But do me a favor. If you want to support the channel, we have premium IDP best ball and dynasty rankings are updated daily. They are available now. Become a channel member. If you want to wait a week or two. We're working on some sort of pricing package where you're going to be able to get all three of them for a reasonable price. Cheaper than the Walmart. It's crazy how much these Walmart fantasy football brands have started pricing their stuff for i mean it's absolutely insane some of the prices i see for the, the same stuff everybody else gets it doesn't make any sense to me um we do a little different around here we would love to have you be a part of that and support us and help us grow so that we can be walmart big someday all right so we got a couple of comments questions here chris says i've been i have seen 
he was seen as leaning on Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, so taking the job as the OT, where Ron Vera, head coach, obviously more involved in a degressive side, so he will be seen as a standalone OC. Yeah, I mean, we, we could probably spin any narrative we want to about Eric being to me, um, you know, leaning on Patrick Mahomes, leaning on, you know, I'm sure he had a, a resume before those guys were around, um, you know. I, again, I put on my tinfoil hat, I'm, you know, I'm gonna zoom out a lot, and I'm gonna say, oh, this Eric Bieniemy thing, which hasn't made any sense for a while, why has this narrative been building, building, building? And then you have this other opposite narrative, and suddenly he's there. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where no one will ever say that's what happened or isn't what happened or whatever. But um, you know, it's off season. Let's have fun. Speculate wildly. All right, midlight riders. I have both Pacheco and Dotson on my dynasty league, keeping both. Good call there i think you know and you probably didn't pay much for pacheco for sure i imagine that's and you might have again because first round pick but of all the first round pick wide receivers he was the one that nobody really wanted where is the keep trade cut for idp yeah, idp show is coming like i said the schedule is we're trying to do an idp show monday nice show saturday i'm late this week on dynasty so here it is now we're gonna do the idp show after this but i think i'm gonna take my son to watch quantum mania so he's off school today so, but it's coming, I promise. Don't worry, we'll have something up all week long, all right? And, uh, you know, you throw, you, where's that super thanks at? You know, where's that channel membership? You know, grease those wheels. We'll get this We'll get this bus rolling a little bit. Good morning, good morning. All right, I'm gonna take one more question, then we're gonna shut it down because we do have other things to do. I don't personally feel that way. It just seems the only reason why he does not have an HC job yet. Yeah, I mean... The NFL is just like fantasy football uh, industry. It's nepotism. It's who do you know? What do you know? And it's politicking. I'm not very good at politicking. I understand politics. They just, they're greasy and slimy to me. I don't like them. Uh, I always say this to my buddy. It's like, I the one thing I cannot do, and I could do it if I really tried, but I can't pretend to like people I don't like. It's really, really, really hard for me to do that. Um, and so that's why I probably haven't made it as far as I shouldn't like. Um, but what else? Uh, oh, no, no, it's like to you more the rest of fancy landscape. Oh, yeah, for sure. And again, I mean, we can sit here and do IDP content only, but I'm tired of being pigeonholed as like the IDP person. I mean, I just, you know, that's not the only thing I do. I'm fucking good at all this shit. Uh, I'm sorry that everybody else fucking sucks at IDP. Fucking apply pressure, you know, stop giving them your money. I mean, that's literally stop giving them your money. Wearing my Dynasty Nerds hoodie. Shout out to my guys at Dynasty Nerds, but I quit working there two years ago because they didn't fucking do nothing with IDP. You know, you dump hours and hours and hours and hours and hours in the research and writing and work for these people. You know, they say they're, they're about it and they want to push it forward and then nothing happens. So not only do you do all the work and not get really paid for it because it's this nebulous concept, but then nothing happens, you know, so you're more effective by yourself. Oh, what's up? Shoko with the $10 super chat. Bang. Let's get it. We love that. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, ooh. Thank you. Really appreciate that for real, though. Um, I'll be dumping that right into a best ball draft and hope we all be a millionaire this time next year. No, but for real, do appreciate that, Shoko. And everybody who does, you know, contribute in any way. Comments, thumbs up, likes, subscribe to the the podcast, like I said, we have four podcasts, two different feeds. I mean, we, you know, and 
we're not owned by anyone but this guy right here all right nobody's paying these bills except for y'all except for shoko so appreciate that all right we got one more i'll read it off he says keep dak trade pacheco cut dotson interesting i like the uh trade pacheco because crazily he is the one i think that you could probably get the most out of oh i got another question here i'll answer it i'll answer it y'all i love live streaming because i love talking to people herman says morning came in late we'll rewatch. thinking Kadarius tony will be overrated this coming year no i think if Kadarius tony can stay healthy and fit he's gonna be amazing this year i think he's gonna be you know it's probably a hundred plus target guy uh we know he's dynamic we know they like to save him till they get like five to ten feet from the red zone that's money right there they like to run him they like to throw with him didn't they do like a weird um didn't he throw a pass or something anyway long story short he's the kind of player that andy reed andy reed falls asleep at night thinking about how to get Kadarius Tony the ball i promise you I promise you good things will happen if he stays healthy he is a player that i want um we'll be doing more info and more videos and stuff on him later like i said we do it all dynasty idp best ball it's not just offense it's not just we're not, you know we don't just we're not pretending around here we're really doing it um all right let me get this uh get this uh background music switched up some of y'all may have noticed i brought back the og sounds from way back in the day if you've been with us for two and three years you know this cut dots and no curtis is probably gone their offense can only get better fair fair all right well idp army and everyone who was here today everyone who watches and supports the show it's been awesome it's been fun i appreciate you all and uh go watch all the rest of our shows subscribe to the channel continue to support us and we will continue to grow and bring fantasy football in the white tunnel are you ever gonna learn see a land probably gonna merge gonna be dead laying in the dirt funny how you smart but you still a nerd play your part girl gonna turn